Amen. If you want to open your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 2, I want to start there this morning. First Peter chapter two and be in in verse nine. Start in verse nine here in just a minute. You know, there's there's, there's someone that wants to keep your mouth shut. There's somebody that wants to keep your mouth shut. You can bring me down a touch guy, I'm ringing, so just a touch. I'll talk louder. There we go. Someone wants you to be quiet. It's not your spouse. <laughs> not your mama. <laughs> not your kids. And that may be true. They may want you to be quiet sometimes. But there, there is somebody who wants to shut you up all the time. If you're a believer in Jesus, somebody wants your voice not to be speaking. Somebody wants your voice not to be singing. Somebody wants your voice not to be proclaiming. Somebody wants your voice not to be declaring truth. Don't even want to mention his name. But he's, he's the enemy. He's the enemy of God. He's the enemy of our souls. And because there's something that happens when we choose to declare when we choose to declare you know have you ever found that i mean have you ever found when you're struggling when you are struggling when you're when you're in the midst of a trial when you're in the midst of a battle when you're in the midst of a dark season when you're fighting discouragement or doubt or depression or fear uh, uncertainty confusion whatever it may be what tends to happen with your voice declaring truth is it tends to go quiet sometimes. It's easy to just pull back a little bit. And see, there's one that wants you to keep your mouth shut. Because one of the ways of freedom, one of the ways of victory in our life is through our declaration, is through our, our mouth declaring who God is and what He has done. So 1 Peter 2 and 9 says this, Holy Spirit, open the word in Jesus' name, says this, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Once you were not a people... But now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And so I, I want to just focus in, really, we're going to focus in on the word declare today. Because there is so much in the word declare. You see that if you look up the definition of the word declare, just in the English dictionary, I'm not going to read the definition to you. Probably should have brought that. But uh, there are several ideas. One of them is to make a definitive and emphatic official statement. And here's the deal. 
you declare things with your mouth. You have to declare them with your mouth. Now, we're in a day and age where there's all kinds of stuff that doesn't happen with our mouths. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we type things on our, our phones or our computers. We've got a lot of interaction that doesn't involve speaking anymore. We've got people that we communicate with. We're, we're not ta- we don't ever talk to them. Oh, yeah, I text you. And I'm not harping, saying that's bad or, or good. I'm just saying that's just the reality of life. And so sometimes I feel like, you know, we can, you know, we can type things, we can, we can do this or that, but there, there's a time when you need to say something. There's a time when you need, to, you need to speak something. You need to not just think it, you know, there's a lot of thinking that goes on in us, thinking good stuff, but sometimes we need to declare good stuff. And so it says here, but you're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. So it's talking about our identity. If you're a believer in Jesus, this is who you are. You've been chosen. God picked you. Think about uh, Ashley's message a few weeks ago when, when people adopted someone in the Roman culture uh, and they did it as adults. Uh, if, you, if you didn't hear that message, you can find it online, lwfcmidland.org. Go to media section. You can find that message called something, Healing the Orphan Spirit. Uh, I recommend it. But... The whole idea of, of Roman adoption was they, they, they knew what they were getting. They, they chose. It wasn't just random like it is today. Adoption is, is sometimes random where you don't, see the, you don't get to choose who you adopt. You don't get to choose the baby. You can say yes, but you don't get to pick one out. But in God's adoption, God picks out. Because that's what they did in the Roman culture. They said, I want you to carry on my family name. I want you to represent me. I want you to have my inheritance. And so you're chosen. So God wasn't just, it wasn't just random. You're not just random. Oh, got lucky. I'll just, I'll, I'll pick Ronnie. Sure, why not? <laughs> no, I want Ronnie. I pick Ronnie. I choose Ronnie. Thank you for letting me use you. <laughs> you're a chosen people, a royal priesthood. So in other words, there's, there's, there's royalty. You're, you're in the family of God now. You're in, you're in the king's house. You're in the king's family. And you're in the priesthood. In other words, what does that mean? We don't, we don't have to be, become priests and have people confess things to us. No, that's not what it's talking about. It said, you're, you're one who ministers to God. You're a holy nation. In other words, a people, you know, a, a group that is set apart for God. You're a people belonging to God. You belong to Him. You've been chosen by Him. That you may. So here's the deal. You are that you may. You are that you may. What may you do? Declare. Some of your translations may say proclaim. Same idea. It's, it's emphatic. It's important. It's official. It's something you want a lot of people to see. We say all kinds of things that are not very official, that are not, it don't, don't matter. Some of us, some of you, I'll say this, <clears throat> you say it, you run your mouth a lot. <laughs> I got the microphone right now. <laughs> okay? You say all kinds of things, but there's not much declaring, it's just talking. I'm not, I'm not bashing you. I'm just stating the fact. Okay? It's not a judgment. Not a value judgment. Just a statement of fact. We run our mouths with all kinds of stuff going on. It's, it's, we're just saying. You know, I'm just saying. If I hear, 
If I could never hear that phrase again, I'd be happy. Okay? So we're just saying stuff. But when you declare something, there's intentionality with it. There's, there's purpose in it. There is, there is something. You know, when, when, uh, you know, when the White House makes an official statement, they're declaring something. Maybe this White House is not the best thing. Then there's all kinds of stuff that happens on Twitter, right? But, <laughs> but the official statement is the declaration, okay? When you want to have, you know, you want to have an official statement on something, you're, you're declaring, hey, this is what I believe. This is, this is where I stand. This is what I say is true. And so that you are, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. We're meant, we're created, we are, that's who we are out of our identity is to declare the praise of God. Is to declare, excuse me, the praise of the one who called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. It's something important. It's something of value. It's something that's emphatic. It's something that needs to be put out on the hills and, and, and proclaimed and, and amplified. Praise. Declaring praise. You know, there's a lot of scriptures in the book of Psalms. Uh, you can do this real easy. This is not really fancy. It's just searching on, you know, Bible Gateway or some Bible app or something. But all through the Psalms, as I was, as I was praying about this, you know, I begin to think of the ones where it just says over and over again, it says the word declare, declare, declare. You know, Psalm 9, it says, that I may declare your praises in the gates of the daughter of Zion and there rejoice in your salvation. Psalm 19 says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. I mean, do you get this? In the heavens, we're talking about you know the stars, the moon, the sun. There is a declaration being made all the time. They're speaking all the time. They're declaring, God is alive. There is a God. The heavens declare the glory of God. Psalm 22, I will declare your name to my people in the assembly. I will praise you. Psalm 40, many, O Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Psalm 51, open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. Since my youth, God, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvelous deeds, even when I am old and gray. Anybody there? Don't raise your hand. Even when I am old and gray, or young and gray, do not forsake me, my God till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. Psalm 75, as for me, I will declare this forever. I will sing praise to the God of Jacob. Psalm 96, declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous deeds among all the peoples. There's something that happens because somebody wants you not to declare. I mean, if you've ever been in a dark place and you begin to declare the praise of God, something changes. You know, in the book of Isaiah it says, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I mean, it doesn't make sense when you're feeling weighed down. Spirit of heaviness has to deal with uh, depression, discouragement, defeat. There's a, it feels like there's just weight on your life. You're just being pushed on. You're being opposed. You're being, you're being squished down. The last thing you feel like you want to do is put something on, right? You're like, I'm trying to get something off. 
But in order, in the spiritual realm, in order to get something off, you have to put something on. And that thing you put on is the garment of praise. You begin to speak with your mouth the praises of God. You begin to declare truth. You have to do this. It has to be intentional. It's emphatic. It's, it's official. You're saying, I believe God. I worship God. I praise the King of Kings. It's not, it doesn't mean you feel it. It doesn't say anything about feeling. It doesn't say, if you feel like it, wait till you feel it, and then do it. I mean, that's how the world works. When they feel it, they do it. Whatever they're feeling. Just go with my feelings, right? Have you noticed that your feelings are all over the place? Some of you more than others. I'm not going to name any names. Some of you are thinking of people very close to you. <clears throat> Make sure you're thinking true thoughts, okay? And so, you know, my feelings can go, I can feel any kind of way, but I can choose to declare truth. I can choose to declare truth. And here's the deal. When my ears hear, hear my mouth speaking truth, something begins to happen in my heart. But I have to choose to do it. You know, when they want to make an official statement from this organization or that, they choose to make it known. We're going to make a press release. We're going to, this is our official stand on this topic or this theme or this situation. You know, you're declaring no matter what situation you're in, here's your official statement. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to worship the King of Kings. Jesus is my Lord. I believe that He has, he has picked me and He has chosen me. And I am different because of Him. So I'm going to choose to worship Him. It doesn't look like I should worship Him. I sure don't feel like worshiping Him. But I'm going to choose to do it. That's going to be the statement of my life. That's going to be the emphatic declaration of my life. I'm going to choose to praise, to declare. I declare. I declare with my mouth. Isaiah 43. If you want to... Turn there, you can. Isaiah 43 and verse 18. Isaiah 43 and verse 18 says this, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the desert and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen. The people I formed for myself, look at this, that they may proclaim or declare my praise. You notice, I mean, this is speaking of a miracle. It's saying, hey, there's going to be things that show up that were not there before. There's going to be a stream in the middle of the desert. It's just going to come. There's just going to be some, there's going to be water for those who are thirsty. There's going to be, there's going to be a miracle in, in, a, in a place that was laid waste. There's going to be life. For the people I formed that, that they may proclaim my praise. Notice that God's doing it. Hey, look, you're going to pro proclaim my praise. You're created to do this. You're meant to do this. Now there's a, a second kind of aspect of declaration. Psalm 89, verse 1 and 2 says this, I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. Notice this, with 
It doesn't say that. I'm just telling you to notice it. With my mouth. Whose mouth? Everybody say my mouth. My mouth. <laughs> my little girl, Eerily, she likes to. She says my on everything. You know, my do it. <laughs> hey, let's do some my do it, okay? My do it. <laughs> my do it. My mouth. With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known through all gener- generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever. That you established your faithfulness in heaven itself. You know, the other part, the, the other kind of, one of the other definitions of, uh, of declare is actually um, to make known or to reveal. You know, to, to show something. Hey, here's, you know, when two people get married, we declare that they're now husband and wife. It's a public display. It's a public declaration. So part of, part of our, our declaration is, hey, look, I'm, I'm going to make this known not just me personally, not just me and God. No, I'm, I'm proclaiming this publicly. I, I'm letting this out all over the place. You know, I'm going to proclaim this. I'm going to declare that your love stands firm. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness through all generations. You know, it says your faithfulness... It says God has established His faithfulness in heaven itself. Here's the thing about the stars and the sun and the moon. You know we just had that eclipse you know, not too long ago? Some of you thought, oh, no big deal. Some of you who are really into stuff like that are like, oh, that was so awesome. I wish I was one of those dark places. And my wife and I tag along with her be like, yeah, that would have been awesome to just be in one of those places where it totally gets dark and you, you got the glasses on and, you know, all that stuff. We, we were eating at... Uh, what are we eating? H-E-B barbecue, whatever that place is called. And we look outside. There's some of the employees. They've got their glasses. I guess they're on break. Um, looking up. <laughs> I don't know if they're on break or not. You know, looking like, we're like, man, maybe we could go borrow their glasses, you know, because that would be so cool. You're like nerds. <clears throat> My wife is a nerd, actually. You didn't know that. She looks like really cool, but she's, she's nerdy sometimes. <laughs> In a good way. It's attractive to me, but so... I mean, I was a total nerd growing up, man. I'm total... <laughs> Shh, let's bring it back here. Sorry about that. So, you know, we all knew the eclipse was coming. We're like, hey, it's going to happen in this day. You could look it up online. You could look it up on the Internet. What time is it going to be in your location? Why? Because the heavens work like clockwork. The stars and the planets, everything moves in exact order. You, because of, we have mathematical calculations with very super smart people, the real nerds, right, that can figure stuff out. We can go back in time, we can program a computer program and look at the sky and the heavens and the stars at any point in history and see exactly where they were because they always move the exact same way. And here's what it says right here. Way before they knew all this scientific stuff, way before anybody had computers, way before people figured out that the earth was round, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. But it says here in the book of Psalms, A guy, Ethan the Ezraite, says, 
You establish your faithfulness in heaven itself. How faithful is God? He is exactly in order. Everything is working right like it should. It's going to be in the exact place at the right time. Because the heavens declare His faithfulness. So just as we know when the next solar eclipse or lunar eclipse or whatever those different eclipses mean, we can predict when they're going to be because the stars and the sun and the moon are faithful to move exactly in order. God Himself is wanting us to know, hey, I'm that faithful. I am that faithful. I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. And so you get to declare it. You get to make it known. You get to reveal it with your mouth. You have to use your mouth. I'm not saying you can't type stuff on on Internet and post it on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all the other things that I don't... Some of them I don't know how to use, you know. Declare the praises of God that way, but make sure you're using your mouth too. I mean, here's the deal. When we come in on Sunday mornings and we begin to sing and you're actually declaring the praises, look, something happens. Doesn't it change? Doesn't like the atmosphere change around you? You like feel, man, this is good. I mean, it doesn't matter if the worship team can't sing very good. I'm not saying whether we do or not. It doesn't matter, you know, how it sounds like. When you speak out of your mouth and you begin to declare, when you honestly come from your mouth, you're making known, I'm going to make, make you known. I'm going to declare who you are, God. I'm going I'm to speak your praise. I'm going to declare that you're worthy. I'm going to declare your worth. Something happens. We're meant to declare His praise. We are, you are that you may. You are that you may. You know, one of the other words I think of when I think of declare is when I come back in the country from a mission trip. They say, do you have anything to declare? And here's the deal. There's all kinds of rules in all different nations. And you have to read the thing. You know, you're filling out the form that... They don't even use anymore because they use a computer. But you still fill it out just in case because you don't want to get stopped. And so it shows, you know, are you bringing anything back in the country that you need to declare? And it says, you know, it has to be over a certain value or a certain type of thing. So I was thinking about the the idea of the the value. You know, there's, there's, you know, when we come back in the country, if I bring something in really expensive, I have to just, I declare it. I have to let it know because it's something, something very valuable. It's the same with God. Man, how valuable is the Lord. I want to declare. I want to declare who He is. I want to proclaim that. I want to speak that. I want it to change. You know, and so here's the deal, you know. Somebody wants to shut you up. Somebody wants to shut your mouth. But your mouth is important. If you're a believer in Jesus, your mouth is important. What you say is valuable. And wouldn't it be good if my mouth is declaring out loud the praises of God, the worth of God, the value of God, the wonder of God, the faithfulness of God, the goodness of God, the power of God, the might of God. Here's the third part of, of declare is, is from this scripture as well. It says, I will sing of the Lord's great love forever, and with my mouth I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. There's another scripture I, I read earlier in Psalm 71. It says, Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, my God. Look, listen to this. Do not forsake me till until I declare your power to the next generation. You know, one of the things that 
my mouth has the power to do is pass on who God is. And I have, you know, here's the deal. Every, actions speak loud in words, I know that, but it's good to have words. And then have your actions line up with your words. Those two together will be a witness to the next generation. Here's the deal. We're meant to pass on the goodness of God to our kids and to our grandkids. We're meant to proclaim, to, to declare the praises of God. You know, the testimony of the Lord. What is the testimony of the Lord? The testimony of the Lord is all the things God has done that you know about. That's the testimony of the Lord. Wouldn't it be sad if you died and your kids or your grandkids didn't hear the testimony of the Lord in your life? There's only one way they're going to hear it. From your mouth. You get to declare to the next generation the wonder of God. The praise of God. The, the goodness of God. The power of God. So I encourage you. Sometimes it seems like it's awkward with our kids. I don't know. Maybe it's just because mine are younger. Maybe it gets better when they're older. I don't know. It doesn't. Okay. Thank you for confirming that. Um, you know, it's like... <laughs> You know, you sometimes just feel, oh, we don't, I don't want to go into that. But just, just share, just declare. You don't, I'm not talking about shoving it down their throats. I'm talking about declaring the goodness of God. I'm not saying, you need to do this. You should follow this. I'm saying, here, let me tell you something amazing that God did. I'm going to declare the praise of God. You know what? God's stories, everybody likes to hear God's stories. We're not talking about a God story and then like a little hook. And that's why you obey Daddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because God said so. See, He's amazing, so do what He said. Okay? You know, I can work that. I mean, I can prove anything from the Bible, okay? And my, my son definitely knows how to use that against me. Um, <laughs> just like his daddy in that regard, isn't he? Um, so, <laughs> so, but here's the deal. It's like, when you, you know, you just share the God story. Share the testimony of the Lord. Declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Look, there's age-specific things. I understand that. I've got a two-year-old. There ain't much communication going on right now other than I can brush your hair and you can give me a doll and I try to figure out what to do with the doll. But <clears throat> as, as your children grow, let them grow and hear the testimony of God. They need to hear the God stories. Maybe you've told it to a hundred different people, but you haven't told it to your own grandkids. They should know the testimony of the Lord. And it's because I declare it with my mouth. I pass it on to the next generation. It's powerful. And here's the deal. They get to pass it on. Then they go, man, you told me all these stories. Sometimes they're like, hey, let me tell you a story about, you know, they tell their kids about your, your grandfather, about your grandmother, about your great-grandmother, about your great-grandfather. Yeah, I love hearing, you know, hearing just a few of those stories that I've heard in my own family that have been passed on in the generations. I don't want the testimony of the Lord to stop. The testimony of the Lord is passed on through my mouth, speaking it and declaring it and sharing it, proclaiming it. It's good to write it down too. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to write it down where it can be read later. But I think there's something in the sharing. You know, if, if you come and tell me a personal story, it's a little bit different than if I read it on Facebook. I love reading on Facebook. 
But if you come say, here's what God did, and you use your own mouth, and I hear it with your own voice, it's like, I, I, hear, I hear what God's doing in your, in your intonation. I hear it in, with your feeling, with your, with your facial expression, with, with your heart coming out of it. You know, I can't see that on a page. I can't see that on a, on a phone. I can't see that on a computer screen. But I can see that in a person. So face-to-face, declaring the faithfulness of God. That's all I got. Let's, let's stand. <laughs> How's that for a closing? (laughs) Can we just take a second here as we close? Can we kind of just can we kind of just declare some things right where you're at? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We declare right now that your love stands firm, God. We declare that your love is unchanging. I declare that your love is is the same, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. I declare your goodness, God. We declare your goodness. No matter what we see around us, no matter what we see in our world, we're in a broken world, I declare that you are good. Maybe right now the Holy Spirit is just quickening a testimony to your heart. And right now, He's, he's showing you who you need to share that with. There's someone that needs to hear it. Maybe it's not a family member. Maybe you've shared it with all the family members, but there's, there's a friend, there's a neighbor, there's a coworker that needs to hear that testimony this week. So right now, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for stirring up our hearts. Lord, we are that we may. We want to declare your praises. We want to share the testimony of the Lord. We thank you for your goodness, God. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your provision. God, we thank you for your miracles. We thank you for the things we've seen seen that have been done, God. And there's something that happens when we share them, Lord. There's something that happens. There's faith stirred in hearts, Lord. There's... There's new horizons that are opened up. And Lord, there's, there's possibilities that are exposed, God. We want to expose all the possibilities in you. Because nothing is impossible with God. And so, hearing the story of what you have already made possible that was impossible will, will make someone else believe for the impossible. They might see that the impossible is possible with you. And so we thank you for that. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for stirring our hearts. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, if there's anybody here who is just who is struggling with discouragement, Lord, right now, we, I just thank you that you have given them a tool to get out of that. It's the garment of praise. Lord, so when they go home, Lord, I pray that any, if that's you, go home, get yourself by yourself, turn off the TV, turn off the cell phone, and begin to declare the praise of God. Pick a psalm and start to read it out loud. Pick a song that you know that you like to sing. That Begin to worship God. Begin to declare it with your mouth. Don't just listen to it. Speak it with your mouth. Lord, I thank you for stirring those that as they put on the garment of praise, you're going to lift that whatever that thing is. That weight's going to lift in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for this reminder from your word today. We are that we may. In Jesus' name, amen. Women's meeting.